Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This show is brought to you by The Makery, the podcast network for makers. Welcome to Knife Talk. This is a knife-related podcast. Actually, the number one knife-related podcast on on the whole germ-infested planet and the number one call-in show podcast in the maker in the maker world i'm jeff fader fader knives i'm here with the commandant craig lockwood of chop knives and mareko momasi momasi fire arts brave new world out there guys certainly is certainly is that's it oh, guys. <laughs> so so this is this is the re- listen if this is the first time you're listening to this podcast we've just cracked the code so we are able to take phone calls and the key is if you want to be on the show as a caller if you go to our instagram which is knife talk podcast on instagram and then join us like the our new bots <laughs> we we got to talk about that <laughs> yeah. you can actually we give a time and then there's a time for you to hit the uh in, go into the dms hit the record button at the top and you can join the show hmm. so it's and been we had some fun last week it's been crazy. We, we were trying to work it out last week, so we didn't quite know what we were doing, and we had calls stacked up. It was it was a lot of fun. So what, what we decided to do this week is start calls a half hour into the show. That way we get a chance to sort of get into the show a little bit rather than just be rushed <laughs> off our feet, which was, yeah, so, crazy. So we can talk more about uh, more more than me trying to kill my neighbor? Exactly, Ketchup. yeah. If, if nobody listened to the show before last week, it was basically Marekko saying how he's trying to kill his neighbor and then manic phone calls from people. It, right. was, it yeah. was mayhem. Bad episode of Frasier. But crazy. the crazy part is, is this particular week, we've kind of been inundated with like thieves, uh, scams, and bots. Yeah. yeah. Like all yeah. three of us. Yeah. It's got to the point where my personal, well, not my personal, but my, my business Instagram, I'm rarely using now, um, simply because I'm just getting constant sort of DMs from, you know, 
what seem to be Thai lady boys ask me if I'd like to see their surprises. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> I get, really? To, yeah, I've had to turn off all notifications. I'm, I'm literally getting dozens a day, and it's, be, it's becoming a bit unusable. But that sort of culminated... Culminated? Yeah, sure. Sure. Go ahead. You know, you know the word. You of know course. Word. Um, <laughs> today, so just before lunch, I'm in the car driving, and all of a sudden, my phone blows up. Literally, bang, bang, bang. Vibrate, 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 vibrate. And I'm looking on my screen, and it's all, you have a new follower on Knife Talk Podcast. At first, I thought maybe we've been like mentioned somewhere, and you know, it, it, it's getting a lot of attention. And then I thought, well, maybe it's just because people are starting to realise we're Knife Talk Podcast, not just Knife Talk, <laughs> which is what we've been promoting for the last four years, <laughs> like idiots. Um, but it wasn't. So on closer inspection, looking, it we'd been followed by about what is it now, Jeff? About six hundred. <sighs> Dude, since this morning, it's it's we've probably gotten. It's it's up to nine thousand and sixty one. We were at like seven something at five this morning. Five AM this morning, it was like seven something. So Jesus. we got two hundred no, we got two thousand we got almost a thousand thousand and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. And these are just bots following us in super fast succession. Um mm. looking at everyone every account, it's you know, they've got like two followers, they're you know, it's it's bizarre. It's really bizarre and um it's not good because the, you know we want followers who want to engage with us. We want you know proper well, and real human yeah. beings, right? Exactly, exactly. Wow. Um, yeah. So we've got a couple of theories why this could have happened. Um, our biggest fear is that we'll get our account closed down because you know these obviously aren't real people. It's almost if we're trying to hack the system of it, um, which we're certainly not. Um, so yeah, we're hoping you know we're good to go that we're not going to get the account you know taken off us. Um, but yeah, it's just completely bonkers and bizarre. It's a, it's a weird one. But this is not just this. I mean, Mareko, you got uh, you got almost scammed too this week. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I had a what was it? I got a message saying that some company that gives like hands out the blue, or actually, it said that they were acting as if they're Instagram, um, right. uh, offering to get me my. My, uh, like a blue verification badge, like the little check mark, and uh, right off the bat, it was really confusing because I feel like anything I've heard from other people or or read somewhere is that it just suddenly appears all of a all of a sudden one day. There's no like really, applic- yeah. Oh, you can actually, apply. You can apply. Well, yeah, yeah, you can apply. But like, uh, like Fingal, I was actually talking to Fingal. First person I reached out to after you guys was Fingal. And he said, "Yeah, no, it just showed up one day." Um, He's full and- of shit. He's full- Fingal is so full of shit. He's like half in the bag, rolling around with the pigs. He was sending been- them sausages, sending every them cheese. Thir- every was- thirty days, he's applying for the blue check. <laughs> Shut the fuck, Fingal! I don't know what's happening. Get the fuck out of here! Come on, man. Uh, so full of shit. And then, uh, and then, Craig-, Craig sent us a link showing us how some of these scammers work and and basically what was sent to me is that they they sent me to a, a website where I would have to like log in and put in my password and I think what actually happens is once you do that you actually they see that and they record that password and then they go in and like Craig was messaging with us you know the they basically change your password of your account and then sell your account and you have like no access to it anymore yeah. They they take control of it basically yeah yeah so it's an the, unwanted yeah, video takeover. I sent, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that video I sent, and I don't know if any of our listeners have seen it. So Mark Rober, who's like the YouTuber at the moment, you know, he's um, ex-NASA, like scientist, um, very good at explaining things. And he's got this great channel where he teaches kids how to do like sciencey stuff. But, you know, adults too, it's just really cool. But he did this video on how um, scamming is becoming such, such like huge business, you know, and they're, they're scamming people out of tens and tens of thousands every day. And he just shows some of the methods that they use. Um, so we'll, I'll make sure I put that in the show notes, that video. But if you just search Mark Rober on YouTube, it's it's one of his latest videos. I think at one point um, in the video, he says it's like a $20 billion a year industry of scamming yeah, people yeah. like this. Fucking and they nuts. prey on, obviously, the vulnerable they're preying on. But yeah. once they've scammed you, they'll then sell your details onto another scammer because they know you're prime for it. It's it's disgusting. But it's uh, It's terrible. It's scary. It's really scary. It, it is. It makes you not want to, you know, after, you know, after, you know, Mareko, you sent us that thing and then Craig sent us the video this morning when Craig, you send, send some, said, um, sent me a message at like, for me, it was like 4.30 in the morning. It was like, something's wrong. Somebody's saying we're getting bots. Something's, there's something fishy going on on the, on the, on the, on the Instagram. Don't do anything. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Oh, oh we're being inundated. It was, uh, it was not good. Yeah. It's, it's I was out to the house Way too early of an April Fool's joke. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I said, well, I what if, one of, the, I what if one of the other podcasts were sending sending all these bots our way? I Those said to Craig that it was probably <laughs> knife talk down under. Those Aussies. <laughs> you can't trust them. You can't trust them. And they're so, always drunk. They, they wouldn't remember doing it. It's, it let, we'll just blame the Aussies. That Actually, that reminds me. I... Um, <laughs> You know, the, the just for the trifecta of of thieves and scammers, somebody followed me last weekend, and I looked to see. Sometimes what I try to do is like, especially if they're these, you know, the 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 the, the scamming knife companies in in you know the Middle East and the desert and stuff like that. You know it when you see it. We, and sometimes I just block them because mm. it just I just want nothing to do with them. But you know, when you look at their their you look at their thumbnails, you know them when they, you see them. Yeah. So one of these kind of names turned up, and I and I looked at their thumbnail, and I saw something that looked just like, oh my god, this guy has one of my knives, with a painted saya. So a couple months ago, I started to do uh, kind of take my old sculpture ideas of painted lures, and then I made them into a. I took a saya and I painted the wooden saya. I carved it and painted it to look like one of my lures. And I did a couple of them, and I really liked them. And it was very clearly, you know, it's years and years of the lures of the the way I paint them. Is, it's taken years to kind of get to the point where they are. So it was very clear that this was That's super cool. It wasn't mine. It was that somebody had done my saya. Hmm. So I sent a message. To, I showed it to you guys. And then I sent a message to the guy saying, well, that looks familiar. But it was like a fifth-rate job. I mean, it was a super fifth-rate job. Next thing you know, Hothead Craig wants to go, you know, send the Knife Talk <laughs> Wolves or the Knife Talk Vipers, our listeners, after him. And I said, let's just leave him alone. Let's leave him alone. So he then, I guess I, you sent him a message and I sent him a message. And then he sends me a message saying, hey, I didn't steal this idea, buddy. I heard, I found this on Pinterest. There's plenty of people doing this on Pinterest. And not to mention my child did it in five minutes. And uh, no one's trying to copy you, dude. It was like, and I wrote to him like, fuck you. You can't be mad at me for being mad at you. It isn't right. <laughs> dude, you stole my shit and now you're trying to fucking lie to me? Yeah. It was like, then and then I... Then he blocked you, didn't he? Oh, Did yeah, he, block he blocked me? me a couple times. And then I sent, I only sent two 
pit bulls after him. I sent uh, Mert Tansu, who is like, he is like a monster. And then same thing, I sent I sent Sunset, and both of them immediately replied back. He he, he disabled the comments and stuff like that. But it was like. Yeah. Was such a, this week has been filled with violations. Hmm. This guy then went onto my account and found an old post of mine from about two years ago, <laughs> and put this really like sarky comment saying, um, "I've seen very similar on Pinterest. You need, you need to work harder on your design." He loves Pinterest. This guy, oh, he's all about that. And the <laughs> fucked up thing is, is like, it's not like a, it's not like he went to like Bass Pro Shops and just like copied a Rapala. He uh, he copied my you know just the every part of it was like a knockoff of what I had done and it was just like completely you know, don't fucking blame Pinterest you shithead it's like uh, God so what's happening at Instagram what's it's what's happened this week it's all kicking off I'm it, right, terrified babe? be honest with you I think this shit's gonna fucking drop like a ton of bricks we'll uh, be we'll be at this rate we're gonna be at like twenty thousand by Monday. I think like the boss has gone on holiday and everybody's just like they're all drinking in work, you know, they're all playing ping pong instead. No, no, no work is being done at Instagram. They're just letting it just ride out. Jesus, crazy. So anyway, aside from the scammers and the hustlers, um, what's been going on, Jeff? What's been going on this week? Well, you know, I, a couple of weeks ago, I said how embarrassed I was. I had my my uh, my landlord came through and my shop was a shit house, and it really <laughs> yeah. made me feel like. It made me feel like it was a poor representation of me. And then I started cleaning the shop up, and then I decided I'm fooling around with all these colors in a different way, and I want to see them all better, and I want to have them in a better spot. So I cleared out this back end where all this my material is, and I hung up some paintings from my old shop, and, and I just I turned it into this, this little nook in the shop that I'm calling the Color Lab because it's so much fun to be back there and kind of put colors together. I've never thrown scraps away, so all the color, colored scraps I have, I have them. And I've been putting together these these new kind of knife handles for me, and it's been so much fun. It's just been this evolution, and I've uh, been you know really kind of trying to be have more of a mindset of when I was a sculptor as a knife maker and it's been a lot of fun so i just kind of put together a few things and i'm getting i'm getting my orders done but at the same time i'm like giving myself some time to do some um projects that are really kind of exciting so it's it's cool. been a lot of fun a lot of fun nice nice Morocco, what's what's your week been like um i mean my week's been pretty standard um i did more work on my uh kind of secret sword project um and what else? Oh, I got uh, my knife pack, uh, packaged up and sent out to get some uh, pro shots from Coop. Um, so <laughs> I'm actually going to back up because last week uh, we only got to talk about me almost killing my neighbor. But we actually, I actually did a lot <laughs> the week before last. I actually I had a, a, f- a couple imp- impromptu kind of Instagram live interviews with Henning Wilkinson. And, and then I did one with Kurt Hallen kind of more purposefully because um, he had a question. He sent me a question about coffee etching because I had posted this picture of a knife um, that had uh, like a really nice coffee etch on it. And so I figured, you know, why not put that up and, and have it be a conversation for everybody to watch and hopefully maybe learn from. And then I, I had a, a nice chat with my friend Paul DiStefano. He's in uh, Staten Island and he's a super talented maker who's been doing only doing knives for like four years but he's doing some crazy really crazy cool kind of like art bowie stuff um so those like impromptu conversations have been really fun and i'm looking to do more of those um and i'm trying to think what else that's i mean I don't, other than that it's just kind of this the standard sisyphus day-to-day <laughs> rolling the rock up the <laughs> hill kind of shit you know 
Sisyphus. That's right. It's all Sisyphus, isn't it? I like your. I I thought it was great that you're doing that. I think it's. I think it. I think that you're also your followers are also appreciating it too because being able to sit in on those live conversations are really kind of neat. Yeah. Well, and that was exactly what I was. I was like, well, I could call him and we could just chat face to face, or we could do it live and save it, and then maybe it would help somebody else too. Um, So that's what I ended up doing. Cool. That's cool. Cool. Well, my week, I've been finishing off a big batch of table knives for a a restaurant in the UK, um, and I actually had a call from them saying that they want eight chef knives as well. Um, Oh, boy. That was was last Saturday, so I've had a week to do these eight. Um, So they're just finished on a belt, just belt finish, um, and I'm really impressed with them. I'm really, really, really like them. So I think I'm going to be offering more sort of belt finishes, um, you know, so on, on a sort of cheaper rate, I suppose. Sure. Um, yeah, and it's been a bit of a mad rush because I'm really scared of shipping stuff at the moment, um, especially to the UK. And this is for a, a UK restaurant, and they've ordered in the past with me, and you know, I was really pleased that they've come back. Um, but my wife's mother, who now lives in France, is actually going back to the UK for some work stuff. She's got a special sort of license so she can travel for work. She's going early hours Monday morning, so I've I've really pushed to get these so she can sort of be my mule and oh she can, she can yeah, smuggle exactly. these across the border. She's your aunt Solo. <laughs> she's my mule. Yeah. We're talk, we were just talking about these scams and thieves and hustlers, and you're you're pimping out your mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> so so yes, so so they can be posted from within the UK to the UK, so we, which is pretty cool. So yeah, so it's been it's been a bit of a crazy week, like a mad rush, um, but yeah, really pleased with my my really pleased with the belt finishes that I've, I haven't really been happy with in the past um, and I'm taking these up to like 600 on the belt now um, just sure. using a bit of leather on the platen so you know it softens things up and um, yeah really pleased so it's yeah it's been a positive week really positive nice I think those belt finishes yeah. are can be really legit honestly mm. and it saves not only does it save you a bit of time but then you can kind of pass that savings on to your customers and I'm sure they're happy about that too and yeah I, th- I think the real key to getting a good belt finish is just that it has to be consistent. You know, you can't have line. I- I've seen some stuff where lines are going kind of every which way, and it's like, well, yeah, that looks like shit. That's a sh- that's a shitty belt finish, and that's what I think a lot of people see when they think of belt finishes. But you know, it, I mean, honestly, especially in culinary knives, a, a kind of uh, a, a scratch pattern that's perpendicular to the flow of the length of the blade is standard practice for most commercially made stuff and if you can just do it right and consistently like it's that's a perfectly acceptable look i feel yeah. like most yeah. of the belt finishes on like made knives like the big guys i feel like it's coming off a disc grinder like the pattern's coming off of a disc grinder as opposed to a belt finish because right. they are like semicircular. Mm-hmm. but i totally agree i'd love to do a good belt finish i'd tell you what a pro tip not a pro tip, but a little tricky poo, is I tried to do, uh, I did a belt finish, and then I did a mustard patine on it, and you couldn't even tell that it was a belt finish. Ah. Sure. I couldn't even tell. I did it for a friend of mine, and I was just like, I wanted to see what it would look like, and I was like, fucking good. Nice. You don't see any Hides lines. all the shit. You don't see any lines. <laughs> nice. I, mean, I mean, you don't see shit. All you see is the goddamn patina. <laughs> Fuck. That's the, that's the future. Everybody's going to be doing mustard patinas now. Yeah. I love a mustard patina. Are you kidding me? I had two <laughs> mustards. I like two mustards. I go two mustards and two different sponges. Ooh. Damn right. <laughs> fucking A right. It's like a fucking smorgasbord on that knife. I mean, you, you're kidding me? 
I had the image of you throwing like dirty water hot dogs in your face and then the mustard's getting on your knives. Dude, and that's I how got you like the patina. <laughs> I got two different guys telling me two different types of mustard. Uh, um, believe it or not, here's the funny thing. So Jared Thatcher goes, "You got to go Grey Poupon because of the vinegar." So you got the Kentucky Stooge sending me the high level mustard, and then um, Tomer Botner, high level Tomer Botner, saying, "Find the cheapest mustard you can get." So it's like <laughs> I grab both of them, and I'm just like, "Fine." His 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 secret mustard, and he's gonna kill me for this. It had a picture of Spider Man on it. It was from the Spider Man <laughs> movie. It was like this shitty Spanish French mustard. No French mustard. It was this shitty Spanish like uh, dollar store mustard with a fucking picture of Spider Man on it. I'm like, here you go. That's your secret. <laughs> fucking Spider Man. Winner winner. He's the man. He's the man. Right. We're going to start answering some questions, but just before we do. Knife Talk is sponsored by Even Heat, the manufacturers of the finest heat treating ovens available. Find your next oven at evenheat-kiln.com. To the chopper! Even Heat is the only way. Knife- and we can get you discount on your Even Heat by um, buying via Soul Ceramics, who are an Even Heat distributor. If you go to knifetalk.net forward slash heat it'll take you automatically there and um it'll apply a 75 dollar discount on your checkout automatically um and you can you can you can spec out your even heat there they, they've got them all and you can you know you can pick whether you want the, you know the tap controller or the, the lb model or whatever you want they do it all so knife talk.net forward slash heat to make sure you buy your even heats from soul ceramics and if you have questions dm uh, even heat because spence is on the move Oh, oh, there it goes. Oh, 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 on the oh, dot. Oh, oh, Holy oh. shit, on the dot. Right on the dot. <laughs> so, hey! Somebody was right on the dot there. So <laughs> what's your name and where are you calling from? My name's Logan. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, Ohio. And you've got the dogs Cleveland. in the background. It's good. We're, we're taking this shit. We're, we take this shit seriously. We don't have dogs roaming around the place. What's going on? We ha- used to. I got all kinds of shop dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland rules. <laughs> I got I got two lemurs also. Well, all right. Well, two wieners. Well, no, that's, that's, wieners. That's, that's, he didn't say that's... wieners. He said lemurs. Oh, sorry. I thought you said two wieners. That's, Logan, that's, what can we do for you? <laughs> Fucking wieners. Well, I just called to say hi, and uh, I don't know. I'm just working on some knives. <laughs> nice. Good for you. Well, thanks. You for know calling. the deal. If you're not calling with a question or a tip. You're gonna take, get the Oscar playoff take music. Take with dignity. You're the man, Logan. You're the man. <laughs> I like. I like that. I like that you thought he said I'm here with my two wieners. <laughs> I thought he said two wieners, <laughs> yeah. but he's talking about dogs, and I assumed he meant wiener dogs. You know, I, I don't know. Oh, oh there we go. Oh, jeez. Mayhem continues. What's your name and where are you calling from? It's not connecting. I'm going to dump them. Dump them immediately. <laughs> where were we? Oh, where by the we? way, before we get the, another, the next call, yeah, next yeah. week our reads should be brand new. Brian House has got all of our reads. He's hopefully recording them all. If he's not drunk dialing us now, he should be. If he dr- <laughs> P.S., if he does happen to drunk dial us now, we are going to give him shit because the, the reads aren't here. So okay. just let okay. you know. Okay, we've got okay. a caller. We've got a caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? What's up, KTP? Oh, that <laughs> sounds like Josh Scott. Up in this motherfucker. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Who let this idiot on? <laughs> you did. finally made it. Uh, what's going on, Josh? What's up, fellas? How are you? What, what's going How's on? Going? What's going on? Any any questions for us? Any jokes? Amuse us. Yeah, I got a hot take and I got a question. A hot okay. take. Go for it. Yeah, question. Uh, especially with with uh, I got a question with finishing Damascus and uh, dipping it in the ferric, and I wanted to ask Mareko if you ever. In between ferric dips, if you get any splotches on the blade. I mean, ideally, no. I don't. What are you doing to the blade? You're getting splotches on the blade. Oh, snap. That's a shot across the bow, JS. Of course not, Josh. <laughs> no, sometimes it comes out funky as you're etching in the ferric for depth. And I think the key is just to keep uh, scrub, scrubbing the blade. So before I even. Or, let's see. After I finish hand sanding and I dip my blade in the ferric for the very first time, I only let it sit in there for about 10 seconds. Um, and then I pull it out and take a look over the whole thing to make sure the acid is etching the surface of the of the blade or the steel properly. Uh, and if it is, then great. I put it back in and I keep going. If it's not, then I pull it out, kind of clean it off, either with some like a soft sponge and some soap and water uh, or with the, like with my, usually a, like a 2000 grit sandpaper, kind of scrub it to kind of do an inter, intermittent kind of cleaning of the steel will do the work uh, and to clean off whatever needs to go uh, that needs to be cleaned off. Then I'll dip it back in the acid again for only like 10 seconds. I'll pull it back out and I'll take a look. And if it's, looking great then i put it back in the acid and move on if it's not then i just kind of rinse and repeat until it's starting to etch properly and then um but you know honestly to me because i'm doing the coffee etch um i don't really care what's happening in between the ferric etches um because i'm only doing that for depth and then i go into the coffee for the contrast if that makes sense okay yeah yeah, that makes total sense. I usually rub down in between yeah, with what, uh, we heard. steel wool. We know all about it rubbing um, down. But yeah, I sure. started using sandpaper as well. Josh, you think we want to hear about you rubbing it down? Come on, man. We just had a guy with two wieners on the last call. <laughs> hey, I got a hot take, too. Go ahead. Go, shoot. Go for it. Kydex is the country music of Night Sheep. JSK out, bitches! <laughs> I said... Language. We don't tolerate language like that on this show. We're gonna have to give you the uh, the old walk off. I tell you what, Josh. Come on, Craig. Come on, Craig. <laughs> give him a hook. Take the hook. This dignity. No dignity. <laughs> That's two calls Josh from Ohio is great. now. Josh rules. But he two was, from Ohio. I'm wow. gonna tell you what. I love Josh. Josh is a great guy. He's been a fan. He's been a listener, a loyal listener from day one. He is my friend. He put that hot take in on the on the, in the DMs. He was really working hard for laughs. On What's that your one. name and where are you calling from? <laughs> My name is Eric. I'm calling from New York. Eric from Eric? New York. One of your neighbors, Jeff. What's going on, Eric? What's going on, guys? I have a. Uh, I just want to say thank you. My question is, what do you do? Hey, guys, can I ask you a question? What do you do with your swarf water? What do I do with the, What do I do with that thing? You know what? That's a very good question because I'm always I put mine down the drain. I'm sure you're not meant to. I'll tell you, I I fucking hate swarf changeout day. I'll take the bucket outside and I'll pour the water out into the driveway. 
um, it's an it's a, or like a, a area of the driveway that's not very what you call it. And then I'll have a bag, like a contractor bag, and then I'll lump the big disgusting puck of swarf into the garbage bag. <laughs> Just, it makes a thump, and then I'll even I'll even like, and then I'll I'll put my hands through it to just kind of see if I lost it, like a like a file guide, <laughs> what you call it, pop off, or you know if you sometimes a you know like a carbide will pop off. I'm just making sure I don't throw something bad out, or like a sure, sure. screw or something. I mean, I basically do the same thing. Uh, I try to pick sunny days to do it on, so that that swarf. Uh, that steel wool kind of at the at bottom of the bucket has a chance to dry out a bit before I mess with it. Um, and if it's not if it's not going to be sunny for a while, I actually have an extra bucket in the shop that I keep in the grinding room where my air is ventilating all the time, and so um, it's it's allowed to kind of like evaporate and get some of that excess moisture off before I decide where I'm gonna. I, you know, I've I've taken that swarf to like the dump or just yeah just throw it in the garbage or whatever, um, but. I'll tell you one key or crucial thing that I think I've seen uh, Mert Tanzu and those, some of those Aussies do are they use it to make their own tamahagane. They're repurposing really? that into steel because you put it down through the smelting chimney and it kind of gets all the you know abrasive shit out and all those metal starts to melt and uh, and you can make you could reconstitute it into into steel again and then use it. That's what they say. They're Aussies. They drink the shit. I bet you they're drinking it. <laughs> they're probably <laughs> drinking it and washing but, their armpits with it and all that good stuff. If you were doing, like, stainless and carbon, would it make a difference? Uh, you know, wow. I don't know. It it might, but it might not. Hmm. Eric, that what is, do you think? What do you think? What do you do with your swarm bucket, Eric? I have, I have a big collection. I haven't done anything with it yet. With it yet. Hmm. Maybe we should call yeah, it's, it's, up uh, Emiliano. Emiliano Carrillo yeah, might yeah. take it off your hands. He'll he'll turn it into like who knows what he'll turn it into. He'll turn it into <laughs> a sword. Yeah. What are you drinking, Eric? I was drinking a Coors Light just in case Ben Snore caught me on here. He wouldn't get mad at me. I mean, sure. a Coors uh, Banquet, not like Oh, very good. You're very good. Very good. Friday afternoon, Eric. Your Thank time, you guys. Your time's play, up. I'm afraid. I'm playing with my new Even Heat that I got. Thanks to y'all. Thank you. You're the man. Nice. You guys rule. Even Heat fan. <laughs> nice one. Speak to you soon, Damn. He got the Even Heat from us? That's awesome. Look at you. Yeah. That's why every nice. time I see the Even Heat guys, they want to tongue kiss us. <laughs> yeah. That's the kind of call we like. Yeah. Genuine that was a good questions. Call. That was a good... Oh, I didn't yes. know about the Swarf Bucket Tomahage. Ganagane. Magane. Magane. Tomahama Mama. The, yeah, you baby. know what? That's a good question because I, yeah, I have been just been putting it down the drain, and I, I probably shouldn't be. Um, hmm. Yeah. Oh, I collect mine until there's thought, like maybe. ten pounds of shit in the bottom of the bucket. It's a five gallon oh, bucket, yeah. so it just loads up. Oh, dude, this is the this is the my my bucket. I got the TikTok leggings of, of swarf buckets. I'm <laughs> shoving it all in there. Oh, jeez, <laughs> fucking all getting in there. I'm so empty. I'm daily. Daily, because I use my my oh, swap bucket. I use as my dip bucket as well, so I know I need it to be clean. Otherwise, I'm just loading the belts with more crap, you know. Mm. Hmm. So you're tidier than I am because I use it as my dip bucket too. Oh, and I just let oh, it, right. I've, I've been I letting it build up for like the last year. I, <laughs> I oh, got geez. my my shit is fucking filled. It is filled. No. 
Disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. Right. Two good calls. I mean, three good two calls. Two good calls. Two good two calls good. and Josh. This is really awkward because, as I say, I, I've got the video and I can see them. So when you two guys are talking, there's just this weird eye contact between me and, <laughs> me and the caller. And, yeah, it's very strange. So was, was I started off with a very big glass of wine. It's virtually empty just because it's awkward. I'm like, I'll just have a drink while I'm waiting, you know. Yeah, <laughs> was, was, Josh sitting, was Josh sitting on his anvil listening to Pearl Jam? No, he wasn't. We got a call. Hello, who are you and where are you from? Hello, uh, I'm from France. From France, from France. Yeah. Are you a rugby fan, Paul? Yes. Oh, we got it. You got to go, mates. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> oh my God! You just hung up on him because he's a rugby. I'm joking. He's here. I'm oh, joking. Good. I'm joking. <laughs> How can we help you, Paul? I think he may have gone. I think he may have been really offended by what I said. <laughs> Paul, are you there? I think he's gone. I was only joking, Paul. If you get to hear this on Monday, I was only joking. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. All right, well, that's, you know. It's live radio, guys. You never know live what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I think a big problem was the connection there. He was stuttering all sorts. The video was, so I don't know what was going on. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, where were we? Questions? Yes, yeah, we just read from the list. We've got yeah, hundreds. Sure. Yeah. So this is, hey, man, can I ask you a question? This is the part of the show. Obviously, we've been trying to take the live calls and take some questions. Some people have questions. Some people don't. But we're going to take some of these read, uh, written in questions to the uh, podcast webs or uh, Instagram. If you want to send us a DM. Contact us via DM at Knife Talk on Instagram. It's that easy. <laughs> And we are Knife Talk Podcast on Instagram. I'll kick it off with this first question from Kyle Blade and Tool. Uh, he says, hey, guys, uh, I'm hoping you have uh, you can help with the decision. I've been making knives for a few years now as a hobby and have pretty much reinvested all of my earnings into upgrading my equipment. I just recently completed a large, to me, order of 12 bushcraft knives and want to use the money I made to buy an evening kiln. Uh, I think I've decided on the LB22.5 model. <laughs> we could take it. What's your name and where are you calling from? We're in Clarendon, Texas. Holy it's... shit. It's fucking Ben Snoor. <laughs> How are you, Ben? I've got beef, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, oh live beef. I'm... All right. So I went to mail a package today, and I, as usual... <laughs> Do it online, and then I print a label, and I go and I drop the package off at the post office. But today, my printer was fucked up, so I couldn't print it, and I think, well, I can just go to the post office, and they'll print this shit for me. But I get there, and this camel toes tells me, no, we cannot do that for you. (laughs) To me, that's like saying, all right, I'm going to deposit my PayPal money into the bank, and then the bank telling me, no, you can't use that money only online. Wow. Uh, that was it. Y'all have a good one. Wait, wait, wait. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Come on, right, Ben. All right. all right. Well, I'm just trying to, uh, you know, get what I had to say in quick and get out. All right. Well, you're the man. Is that no, it, Jeff? I mean, hell, y'all want to discuss this? Do we need to hash this out? I how, mean, how shitty the post office is? The post office is terrible. I, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I, I don't I don't think that they want to do printing services for you. You know? 
I don't think they do. They don't want to do anything for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Ben? Just before you called, we had Eric on the line from New York, and he was drinking a, a Coors Light. And the reason he was drinking a Coors Light, he said, because he was he didn't want to offend you. That was his reason for drinking. So you, you've been mentioned on the show already. Yeah, well, you know the the uh, the women around here drink light beer too. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. For that, you deserve some walk off music. Oh, Ben, you're the man. <laughs> Adios, gentlemen. Bye. Cheers. That is the cowboyest dude of all time. As a man, champion the myth, call, the legend. ladies and germs. That's a championship call. He knew exactly what he was going to do, and he did it. No fumfering yeah. around. All good. All good. Sorry, Mareko. Where were <laughs> so the guy, so the, the guy, Kyle, yeah, Kyle, I'll... wants to get a oven. He spent. He, he made even, some money. Yeah. Wants to get an oven. Okay. Yeah, and he's looking at the twenty-two point five model model, and uh, it says since I plan to keep on uh, keep this oven for a long time, my question is, what controller do I get? Do I splurge on the top of the line tap controller, go cheap with the standard set pro, or go middle of the road with the Ramp Master? Uh, any insight you have would be much appreciated. Mm, I, I think you've got both, haven't you, Jeff? I have no. I only have the Tapmaster, and the Tapmaster is very, very inexpensive considering the whole product. It's only like a couple hundred bucks more. Yeah. It's so worth it. The tap, the tap control is the best because you can. It's super easy to read. You can store all your your uh, programs in it. They also have uh, digital updates, and you can get a dongle and then download the tap control app so you can monitor it from your phone and, I, and people say well you shouldn't be leaving your shop but if you're if you have a little bit of time you can you it'll tell you where you are it, you can't turn it on from your phone but you can monitor like let's say it takes two hours to get to wherever you need to you know your thing and you need to run to the post office you can you have a you have a bearing you can see it on your phone where you're at so i think the tap control is extraordinary easy to read easy to program easy to edit I love the tap control. Don't I, sure. don't. I wish out. I had it on mine. I've, I've got the Ramp Master Two on mine, which is great. But what I find myself doing is every time I need to set a temperature, I'm reprogramming each time because I always forget what's what because only you, know, you store them mm. by a number as opposed to a name, which I know you can with a tap. So every time I was unsure what number is what, so I end up reprogramming every time, and it's just like it's just a bit of a pain. For so sure. yeah, if you can go for it, get the tap, and if you get your discount using Soul Ceramics, it's paying for itself. So go for right. it. Right. Yeah, I I always had the Set Pro uh, until I got my my twenty seven inch uh, LB, and that tap is awesome. But you know the Set Pro did work, but I think ultimately, you know, for overall value and possible like resale value down the road, um, you know. The tap control, I think, is the best thing for you because of everything that Jeff and Craig had already said. So here's the hardest part: as you know, most of our listeners are not; their last name is not Wustoff. You know, this is we're all <laughs> trying to figure this out, and we're trying to save money where we can. The hardest part is to make the decision, and the two big decisions that people don't make because they don't want to spend the money is getting the better tap, getting a tap control, or getting a VFD. Once you get those, you're just like, I don't know why I, th- I thought it was a bad idea. You know, a couple hundred dollars now or, you know, it's going to save you just so much energy, so much energy. Yeah. 
I, sure. I, we talk, sorry, we talked last week about multipliers, didn't we? About you know certain things that'll help you just be so much more productive. And um, yeah, I can imagine a tap certainly would be for me, um, as it would be for many others, because you can get on with other stuff and knowing that you know you've got everything under control and you you can see it on your phone if you need. But yeah, as you say, a VFD as well, it's a massive multiplier. And they have like upgrades, like they have like they can they can give you upgrades in the the, the software. So it's like. There are all these updates. It's great. It's the Tesla. It's the Tesla of ovens. I, I'm, st- I, you know, I'll tell you. And I got great service. I actually, at my first even heat, I noticed that I was having problems with my thermal coupler, and I sent them. I thought that the temperature was a little bit weird. I had it for like seven years. I sent a message to to Spence, and he had a new thermal coupler to me in two days. And the other thing is, is they're super easy to replace. Mm-hmm. Like they have all the little things if you need. That uh, and if let's say you do what I do and you break all the little pins on your on your uh, little tray, <laughs> you can buy them from him to them too, direct. But they're great and they're super helpful and um, definitely send them a message if you have a question. Yeah. Cool, cool, perfect. Oh, here we go. What's your name and where are you calling going? from? Uh, Nate Zimmerman. Uh, get yourself some good service man come on you're in fucking milwaukee get yourself some good service you sound like shit nate, nate go stand go. by the we router can't, can't hear i'm afraid nate go stand by the router or something come on man he's the gone. pride of he's the gone. pride of milwaukee for christ's sakes <laughs> jesus that's a, that's good a dude problem right we're getting. A few people re- calling up and with bad, bad um, signals and bad uh, guys, Wi-Fi, guys, whatever it may be. This is the, here's here's the problems that we're going to have to deal with on this podcast. We're going to have to deal with how do we do a question without it getting interrupted by a phone call, and then how do we make sure that the phone sound good? This is like radio shit right here. But so far, so good. So far, so good. Okay. Before we go into the next bit. Combat abrasives make the world's best abrasive belts for knife makers available in any size and at unbelievable prices. Go take a look at combatabrasives.com and get 15% off with the promo code KNIFETALK15. Do it now! Um, Wandering Priest says, Hot take, live edge wood uh, projects are for lazy woodworkers who want to charge more money for less. Mm-hmm. Wandering priest is not a man of the cloth. P.S. I always thought he was, and then he gets a little bit. He gets a little bit too. Uh, he doesn't turn the other cheek. You know what I'm saying? He's, uh, a, he's, a, he's a spiteful revenge guy. Um, <laughs> not a cheek turn. He's not a cheek turn. See, I think wandering priest. I'm thinking to myself, oh, he's a man of the cloth, and then all of a sudden he's just like, hey, you lazy fuckers. Uh, Citizen Metalwork says. <laughs> Here's a hot take. Most knife makers know about as much about the functional use of kitchen knives as line cooks know about making knives, which isn't a damn thing. Uh, Last two, Chris Adams says, here's a hot take. You don't need to be a chef to know that food tastes like shit. Dig the show. Thanks. That's pretty funny. (laughs) And then this one is my favorite uh, in a long time. This one comes from Noah NJ Knives. Here's a hot take. Forged in Fire would be a fuck ton more entertaining with you fuckers as the judges and owner Kaglar as the host. <laughs> Can you and then he, and, I'd and love then to see that. He tags he this is a this is an old school listener. He tags at the end with PS 
Sorry, Mrs. Stelter, for the salty language. That was a <laughs> oh, fucking perfect hot take and a real listener. <laughs> yeah. So can you imagine if the three... I tell you what, I would never say anything disparaging about the guys from Forge and Fire because they're whatever it takes to get on TV and make some money. But I'm telling you this, and I would... Are you Sorry. giving me the hook? Oh, there we go. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Who are you, and where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Ringo. I'm from uh, Battlefield, Utah. I'm up here in Hebrew, Utah right now, hanging out. Um, I got a question for you guys today. Sure, go, go for it, Sam. All right, I am a freshman in high school right now. I'm looking to grow so that I can do this full-time after high school. What? Wait, hold on a second. Are you on speakerphone? We couldn't hear you. Say it one more time. You want you want speakerphone there, Sam? I okay. I just thought you guys my headphone. All right, we're good now. All right. So I'm a uh, freshman in high school. He's in a bathroom. And I am looking to. No, I'm I'm just in an old building. <laughs> okay. And I'm looking to uh, grow my company so I can do this full time after high school. So what tips you guys got? To grow your company, what what, what kind of knives do you, do you make, Sam? Uh, hunting and bushcraft, I just expanded a little bit into kitchen knives. I'm about to get a grinder so I can do that more. Okay. Um, just starting out, guys. What, what do you think? Growing the business from, ba- you know, basically just starting out. What are your hot takes or your hot tips, rather? I would say because you're so young and you don't have any bills to pay, your best move is to... What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> just hang on. Yeah, I'm about to mean? answer your question. I'm about to just keep quiet. You ask the question, and I'm going to answer the question. I, I know that you're a freshman in high school, but just calm down. Just stop moving around. We're trying to do a podcast here, man. Listen, listen, just listen to me. I'm going to give you some good advice. Just calm down. So you want to start? You want, I'm sorry. I was a little bit. I got a little aggressive, and I apologize. But just stop moving. Fine. So here's what you got to do. You have to make. You just have to keep making knives, and you don't have to any bills to pay. So your best bet is to keep better, getting better and better. And then, 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 as you work on the technique as you're younger, it's going to be easier to transition into business. Makes a lot of sense. All right, thank you, guys. Yeah, and just remember, every knife you make is going to be far better than that last knife. So as long as you keep making and making and making it, you'll just find, you know, over over the course of a year, if you look back at that knife from a year ago, the difference is unbelievable. So, yeah, just keep making and making, and I'm sure um, you'll see massive improvements. And I'm sorry for scolding you. Right. That was really unnecessary, and I apologize. All right, Jeff. Thank you. So, Sam, right. see you guys. Sam, so are you off school oh. at the moment, or are you on break? Right now. Yeah, he's Jesus gone. <laughs> we just—I just yelled at him, solid. I, and I then thought you were about to give call him, him a little bastard. I almost <sighs> did. I almost did. He's, we, we, I don't know what he was doing. He was like in an oil drum, play, playing with pickup sticks. I don't know what the hell he was doing. <laughs> so back to that last hot take. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I love the idea. The idea of us doing a show like that and having Honor Kaglar being the being the host. God damn, that would be funny, wouldn't it? It would be so much fun. We so and and you know what? There's there's going to be a point where you know the three of us, we've never you know, we've never got together. We, the three of us have never actually met all all together. Um, but there's going to be some point where we do, and whether you know, maybe one day we put on an event or something like that. We should do something like that, almost like a almost like a comedy sketch version of like Forged in Fire. We I think have so much fun. The thing is, is like, the thing is, is like, it would be much more realistic if it wasn't so. I I love what those guys are doing, but at the same time, it's just like it's such a. The problem is, is these production companies, yeah. they they're so formulaic, and it's just like it's such a. Bore. It's like every time is the same thing over and over again. Why don't you have some real funny conversations? You know, yeah. it's just like, you know, why is your why did you cut your hair that way? I mean, that would be the you know what's going on with that? You know, <laughs> your zippers down. What's going on with that? You whatever. Why are you, why like are you dressed as a Viking? Yeah, there's one every week. Isn't there? There's a Viking yeah. every week. And then I mean, then we have like the monster. You have Honor Kaglar standing there. Oh yeah. God, that would be fucking great. I will fucking kill you. <laughs> he ain't afraid of anybody. He's tougher than any of those guys anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Could be cool. Mm. Do we have any tips this week? Uh, we do. We have unsolicited advice. Uh, so okay. basically, um, if you want to give us unsolicited advice, it's usually called – we have different names for it. It's It has been, uh, hey, man, you know what you should do. And then there, now it's, I know what you did. I know you didn't ask, but, but basically it's just unsolicited advice. Uh, this one comes from our man, uh, KLB, KLB Gant, uh, Caleb Gant, says, Hey, cuties, I know what you didn't ask, but you should buy Pakistani replicas of your knives and resell them. <laughs> Saves time and money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> w. Crumb says, here's some unsolicited advice. I know you didn't ask, uh, but I think you guys should make some T-shirts with lightning bolts and high fives on them. That's what we had done. The last, hmm. We had been on two T-shirts. <laughs> the first one was the Knife Talk T-shirt, and then the next one was it, it just turned out to be. It was I did a drawing of what it, you know, a hand pick with lightning bolts and a crack in it, and it ended up. You know, it does look like lightning bolts and high fives, but it's a pain in the ass. It's a pain in the ass. All right. Dave T. Sino says, I know you didn't ask, but exploding discs. You'll usually see an expiration date printed on the center ring of the disc, formatted in a month and a year. Smaller or ringless discs may have a date printed on the packaging. Disc labels or even on the disc itself and it will be a maximum of three years from the manufacturing date. Thanks me later. Uh, keep up the great work. Regards from Switzerland. That's uh, oh. DL knife. So I get, I didn't know that, but I mean we were I talking about exploding, exploding knives, exploding discs uh, on your right angle grinder, and I guess there are expiration dates. So mm. no one's gonna keep looking. I mean, <laughs> this ain't spoiled milk. I mean, you're gonna be smelling the bottle here. I mean, you guys are putting those motherfuckers in. You don't give a shit. You know, well, I'm a month out of date. I better throw this away. No way. <laughs> yeah. Let's fucking. You need just... one. You grip one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just put an extra <laughs> cup in your cup in your pants and just hopefully hope for the best. Um, <laughs> Tune Tom's... in. Turn it up and rip off the knob. <laughs> and if you're using an expired disc, it might rip up the knob for you. <sighs> Tom Scott says, "Here's some unsolicited advice. You know what you should do? Clean up your shop in the morning before you before you start, rather than the end of the day when you've had enough and you want to go home." Mm. I've done that before. I think in the I think I do like I do like cleaning up in the afternoon, so when you come in the next day, you have a nice fresh start. Yeah, isn't it weird how you can be so much more productive as well when you? I don't know. It's just like a weight off your mind. I think if everything's tidy. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like a tidy mind, you know. You you can just get to stuff. It's and I don't mean like physically, you know. You're not stepping over shit. I mean your mind is in a better place too. Yeah, I, I just wish I was tidier. Really do. I tell you what, I cleaned my shop up and I made it so much better. I also had uh, my business partner Tony brought his family over, and it kind of made me want to make sure the shop was in good shape. And it really was. It really kind of made me. Uh, it, it clean your shop up. It it just makes you feel like more of a human being. Yeah. Um, I've got some unsolicited advice. If you're going to be doing hand sanding, you're going to want to use Rhino Wet by Indassa. It's the best sandpaper out there. It's what us guys use. It's what most of our listeners are using already, let's face it. And if you aren't, you need to get on the train quickly. It's the stuff to use. It just saves you time, saves you money. And you can get it from Texas Fire Supply, which is TexasFireSupply.com. Not only do they do Rhinoette by Indassa, they do lots of other stuff for knife makers too. So go go have a look. TexasFireSupply.com. And if you use Knife Talk 10, you'll get 10% off your order. So you'd be a fool not to. Um... Bond Creek Forge says, hey, guys, I have some unsolicited advice since Jeff mentioned his safety glasses fogging. I was a scuba diver, and we used this anti-fog spray called frog spit. I use it for knife making, too, so I don't get my fingers, so I don't fuck my fingers up in the grinder like Mareko. Shot across the bow there. We the frog spit. I'm confused. Frog he's spit? Talking, is, that, is that the product name? he's talking about his eye protection, and then he started talking about hands. I think he's got to get his question or his bullshit tip right. <laughs> oh, no, I think oh. he was just making a joke saying don't fog your glass up and you won't 
fuck up your hands. Oh, but yeah, he was just taking trying to make a. I guess he, he was just trying to make a joke. We're okay, Bond, Bond Creek. Not funny. You know, fog, frog spit. Frog, go get yourself some frog spit. Put in Knife Talk 10. Get yourself 10% off on <laughs> frog spit. Oh, Jesus. Uh, buttons. Thank God. You've got a call. Hey, Craig. Hello, CN Knives. How are you? Good. How are you? We're good. We're good. How can we help you? Uh, I had a question about AEBL stainless. So um, I have a little bit of extra in my basement, but I don't have a cryo tank. I was wondering if when you're making like a chef knife with ABL, does it necessarily need to have the cryo treatment or is just like a traditional heat treat good enough since it's not being put to such hard use? Good question. I mean, ABL, we, I don't really get over here in Europe. And I know, speaking to Aaron Goff, that he's having a massive struggle trying to find big stocks at the moment. So if you've got any spare, it's you know, it's like gold dust at the moment. Okay, but but um, Jeff, Jeff, you use it, I think, don't you? Do you do any cryo with your ABL? I, I'll tell you what. I got some cryo. I got some AEBL, and I've had a couple of instances where I, where I had success to the point where I felt like I didn't need to do the cryo. And then I did a, a batch of it where all of the, everything went soft. And I, and I, and I'll, and I called the New Jersey, New Jersey steel Baron who got on the phone with me and they said, you're going to need some cryo to kind of bump it up a little bit. I don't know the exact extent of it, but it got to the point where I thought I don't need this in my life. I need to know I need it or I don't need it. So I stopped using AEBL, but I want to use it again. Uh, I did get a, uh, I do have a, uh, a doer and I had it filled up and I just, I basically, it was so expensive. I thought, all right, I'm just, I'm going to make knives out of all the AEBL I have. So I actually have a lot of, uh, blanks that I heat treated and then cryo just so I don't run out. But I'm under the impression that you can use dry ice and what is it? Uh, Mareco instead of getting isopropyl alcohol. Is that is that is that what is is that is that just regular denatured alcohol or? Uh, it's a little. I mean, I think you can also use denatured alcohol, um, but I I think that that is a pretty common thing to do is to do what a lot of people dubbed dryo. So they're, because they're using the dry ice, um, and it and it'll get down to I think about a, a negative hundred and twenty degrees Fahrenheit. Which will do the trick. I will say in Laren Thomas's book, uh, Knife Engineering, he does have an alternate heat treating regimen if you're not going to do a, uh, either a cryogenic treatment or a dryo treatment. So you would basically heat treat from, I think it's about 1925. You'd have to go look at the book and double check that. Um, but, and that's, so if you're not doing a cryo, you heat treat from 1925, and if you are doing a cryo, then you bump that up to like 1975, um, and and then you would follow that with a uh, like a, a cryo treatment. So, and also oh, a quick okay, shout cool. out Thank to you. Mi- yeah, uh, a quick shout also, out to Mr. Uh, Laren Thomas. He has some new steel. The Mac. Well, he's got he's got the the knife engineering book, but he also just he, he collaborated with Crucible Steel. To make a, who makes CPM like one CPM one fifty four and steels like those, he's got a new engineered cutlery steel called Magna Cut that he designed himself. We might have to get him back on here to talk about that and figure wow, out what that's yeah. all about. 
Yeah. And I, we mentioned Aaron Goff was struggling to get ABL. Um, so he was looking at the Sandvik 14C28, which I believe is has mm. very similar properties. Yeah. And, and I know with that, it also um, benefits from just a deep freeze. So you don't have to go full cryo and deep freeze as in sort of minus five degrees C in like a home freezer. Um, it benefits okay. in some way. So whether ABL will do the same, I don't know. Um, but okay. it, I'm sure there's going to be some sort of technical sheet out there. And if it's not in Lauren's book, Dr. Lauren's book, um, maybe take, yeah. take a swing for that too. I do have the book. I'm just not uh, – I haven't gotten to that part yet. But uh, I live in a Philly row home, so I don't want to blow up my house with the uh, cryo tank. So that's a good, uh, good advice. Thank you, guys. I got cool. a question cool. for you. Where, who makes yeah. the best? Who makes the best steak? Chili, a uh, Philly cheesesteak. Um, I often tell people to just go to any random food truck on the street, and they usually do it better than any restaurant or spot you can go to in Philly. Look at you! There we Look go. At you. You're not even sure. getting a playoff. You're getting a dude. That's the that's a high level call right there. Thank you for calling. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye bye. That's All right, a, I pulled it up in the book. I got the book in front of me, and it does say, so for for no cryo, heat treat from 1925, and if you are going to cryo, 1975. Nice. Mm. Cool. So I, I you got that book at hand. Yeah. Using the shop. <laughs> I keep forgetting it's not evening for you guys, is it? It's like middle of the day. Yeah. As I'm chugging my third wine. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I, th- I was going to say, I thought I heard you topping off again over there. <laughs> Topping off, easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I have some more unsolicited advice if you want it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Uh, this one comes from Black Cap. Uh, this one comes from Black Cap Blades. I know you didn't ask, but you guys should really listen to shows on the Makery Network, especially the Full Blast Podcast. Every week, I look forward to hearing about other interesting makers and artists and how Jeff's dad traumatized him. In his youth each week. <laughs> do, do you remember when you guys first come on to the show? So the week before, Jeff, you interviewed me. Right. Remember? Because before yeah. it was very much sort of an interview show. I, I, I'm not saying for me to do it. I, I, I'm not the man to do it. But I think you need to be interviewed on yours because they go deep. You go deep psychologically. So we need somebody who can do the same to you. We need to find out what's gone on who's, with who, you as a Who's going to do it, though? I know. We need to find someone. Yeah, I mean to go deep, deep. We need, need to make you. We need listen, to make you cry on your no, own show. I ain't gonna cr- trust me. I ain't, no one's crying on my show, and I, I just give people. I just lead people down a road. I have legitimate questions, and that's it. That's it. Um, the next one comes from Saf Raz Aladdin. I know you didn't ask, but uh, but all of you still are us under, underestimating TikTok. All my sales have come from there, uh, oh. and my work isn't exactly cheap. The community there is heavily engaged and easily within your price range. Over 1 billion users, and you think you can't find an audience? You're dreaming. Mm. I don't think he's selling leggings. <laughs> yeah, what, what is he selling exactly? Yeah, mm. I just I can't get on with it. He's like... I'm, it was all said in this week's, I don't know if you listened to uh, the Work For It podcast, um, again with Brian House and, and Ben Butler. They, they they went into it about, because they had Brian's son on, who was a lot younger, so they were asking him about TikTok and stuff. And what they said was completely wrong. true. I, I, I can't get past all of the 
just like the, like the, the young girls and the you know half naked things, and it's just like that's all I seem to see. And it's the thing is on TikTok, I don't like follow anybody, so I, I just had this account, and it was just, I was just seeing like the main screen, the front screen, you know, and that's that's all that was being shown. I was just like, how are you gonna get through this shit? You know, it's, nobody's gonna want to <laughs> see you know me hand sanding when they've got you know. <laughs> girls with you know very little clothes on you know which one i'd be rather watch you know and it's how do you get through all that that's that's the difficult thing with it. i just i just don't i mean i'm too old i just don't get it one thing is I, i've been watching i've been looking through the reels uh on instagram and mm. sometimes it's interesting like we've gotten actually some good recipes from reels um some real keepers real keepers but then all of a sudden it's like it's this the same kind of people doing the skits but they're all the same and mm. i just can't get past how weird it is like this is all they're doing is just lip syncing and doing and then doing these skits and it, but it's there's no there's no creativity it's all the same and, yeah. and it's just yeah. shocking to me that it's like what's you know it's it's so dumb i can't get past it hmm. it's weird really weird mm. Here's one from Tim Barker. I know you didn't ask, but I have made 1.6 knives at this point, and I have a suggestion, and that's all he wrote. (laughs) (laughs) 1.6. Zane Beard says, I know you didn't ask, but in regards to metal chop saw blades, I personally use these blades, and they are diamond abrasive, like the ones um, Reco uses on his 4.5-inch angle grinder. They aren't very expensive, but they do last much longer than a regular abrasive disc. Thanks for the great podcast. Um, solid grind says hey guys i have some unsolicited advice for you when drilling holes in wood slash stabilized handles don't use metal bits because of the inhomogeneous structure they will drift use wood drills just like these well-educated woodworkers do and you'll get much better results thanks for the podcast Uh, always having a good time solid grind thank you here we are. Got a call. We've got a call. Who are hey, you? Who are you? Where are you calling from? Hey, um, this is Adam from Biltshark. Adam, how are you? Dude. I'm doing great. Good stuff. Good stuff. Jeff and Mareko on the line. How you doing, hey, Adam? guys? Thanks for having me on. What's going on? I've got a joke for you. Okay, you go wanna, ahead. You wanna... Yeah. Well, here, look, I got two. Don't give me the hook for the first one. It's short. Give me, like, you know. Okay. Okay? Yeah, no so, problem. This is, a, this is a joke about three guys, so I thought it'd be perfect for y'all. Okay? So there's these three big muscle jerks, and they're building a house. And they're, like, the most ripped guys you could ever imagine. So they decide, let's have a contest to see which of us is the strongest. But there's not a whole lot there to measure this a big pile of bricks. So each one of them picks up a brick, throws it up in the air, and it lands in the mud, and then they're going to say, whoever's brick goes deepest is the strongest. So first guy throws brick up, goes in the mud about a foot, and everybody's pretty impressed. Nice throw. Second guy really winds up, throws it up in the air, goes like three feet into the mud. Third guy steps up, picks the brick up, and he's got technique, so he'll put it against his cheek like he's going to throw a discus. He starts to spin and spin and launches the brick 
all the way up in the air. Never comes back down. Oh, that's the joke. Oh, no. sorry. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. What's, me, the, pun- what's the punchline? Okay. <laughs> it never came back down. That's all. I'm sorry. I thought that was funny. Okay. Right. One strike. Second that's one, one strike. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. So, the second joke. We've got a lady going to the airport. She's moving. She's got all her belongings in a backpack. They're like one carry-on. She's got a baby, and she's got her parents. So, you can't take a parent on a plane normally. However, we've got a really awesome discount airline where pretty much anything goes. You can get on the airplane. So, she packs her one carry-on, her baby, and her parent, and gets on the airplane. Well, sitting next to her is a guy smoking a cigar who's enjoying the anything-goes attitude of the airline. And the baby is crying. It cannot take the cigar smoke. So she starts pestering him, like, giving him a look, doing some, ah, God, you know, making it awkward for him. And finally he asks, like, lady, what's your problem? Why can't you shut that baby up? She's like, are you kidding me? The cigar smoke is so intense. I, I'm, I don't know how he couldn't be offended by it. So the guy reaches across her opens up the airplane window, throws the scar out. The baby goes flying out of the airplane window, too. So the parrot starts out of the airplane. The whole cabin is under, like, stress. Nobody knows what's going on. The captain of the airplane comes back to figure out what the problem is. They finally get the window shut, and the pilot is so irritated, threatens kick them off the airplane if anything else happens. And now a woman is like freaking out. Her baby just flew out of the airplane, right? So the pilot goes back into the cockpit, gets on the radio, when all of a sudden he hears a... And he looks out the window, and there's the parrot. And what do you think he's got in his mouth? Cigar. No, the brick. <laughs> Thank you. All right, get off this phone, goddammit. God you damn pulled it. it back. You fucking did it. I was worried. I was worried. God damn it. God damn it. Get off my phone. Jesus Christ. Have a great night. See ya. I was getting nervous. I was Ooh, like, oh my, my, my finger was twitching on that button for about <laughs> three minutes was. there. Like, this shit is, <laughs> he is whole, if it wasn't Adam from Built Sharp, it, he would have gotten, he wouldn't know when the last of the, past the, put, put, put one thing in the mud. Christ. <sighs> ah, okay. That's Jesus. a bit of a relief there. We went somewhere with that one. <laughs> okay, let's, let's relax a little bit. Let's just relax. End of the show. This week, what's the big plan? What we got going on? Um, and, you know, where would you like to be this time next? So let's start with Morocco. Well, weekend's coming up. Tomorrow's my uh, daddy dude hangout day. I found some plans for a little picnic table that's, like, built out of one by threes. It's like little kid-sized picnic table. So I think we're going to try to do an, another shop project and whip that together and get the dude using, like, a drill gun and stuff like that, screwing in screws and whatnot. It should be fun. Um, 
I will nice. say I just I see a little YouTube just, series here of making stuff with your son. Right. Well, and yeah, I I've thought about it. I think it would be fun. Um and then also I discovered there's this new barbecue spot in town. They just they just pop up randomly. They call themselves No Label and it's the best barbecue I've ever eaten in my life. And oh. And so I'm crossing my fingers that they're they're operating this weekend. So I can pick up some barbecue because <laughs> I want some. It's so good. Uh, but really, I got this like knife wise. I got this sword coming up. I gotta uh, I gotta do the finish grinding and and kind of get it ready for hand sanding, which is gonna be a bear because it's a lot of real estate. Um, so I just gotta hopefully keep my head on straight and pay attention so I don't screw anything up in the finish grinding because it's a really important one. <laughs> That's it. Mm. And Jeff and I, we've had a sneak preview of this sword, and we're not going to say anything about it apart from it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Totally incredible. Thank you, thank you. <sighs> okay, I'll go next, and we can let Jeff play us out. Um, this week, it's it's quite a big one. So, yeah, I'm working all weekend now to get this order out um, with the mule on Monday. And then don't um, call your don't call your mother-in-law the mule. <laughs> the mule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, next week it's there's not much shop time next week. It's all sort of work on the new house. Um, so we're hoping to get our bar finished by the end of next week, as in like completely fitted out. Um, I had this amazing. Um, I, I don't know whether you have them in the US, but little pumps. They're called beer engines. The actual hand pumps instead of a tap. Sure. To get like real sort of draft beer, you know, especially sort of darker beers, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so I had one of them delivered this week, and it's it's the most beautiful. It's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. So um, I've got a bunch of beers that are being brewed at the moment. Um, we're hoping to have a sort of launch day um, the end of next week um, because we, we still can't go anywhere here. There's obviously the bars and restaurants are all closed, um, but there's a curfew still as well. So. It was 6 p.m., but last weekend they changed it up to 7 p.m. So at least we now we have a 7 p.m. curfew. Um, but because this bar is going to be in our garden on our sort of property, we could stay there as long as we want because, we're you know, it's it's part of our property. So so we can have nights out, if you like, by going, by going to our pub. So, yeah, we're hoping to get that fitted out by the end of next week. Oh, that'll be um, fun. Yeah, so yeah, it's going to be fun, and and also the big news is it's it's actually pl- the game is playing right now. So um, Scotland um, against France, um, the final game of the Six Nations um, at the moment. Wales are leading the championship, but there's a chance that that France could nick it from us, um, just as they did last week. Um, but they could nick the championship from us. So we're half hour in. So as soon as we finish, I'm going to get off and watch the end of the game. So I'm hoping for a a bad result for France, which means a good result for Wales. Jeffrey. Well, the Full Blast podcast finally bought me something. I got it. My new bandsaw just showed up, and the, the shipper just left it in the driveway, which I'm not thrilled about. So I'm going to put that together this weekend. Nice. My kid just passed her driver's permit exam within the last hour. So we're oh, going wow. huh. to be doing like legit driving training now. Sweet. And then, um, oh, so this is like a pre-license, yeah, I assume, a is permit, it? a permit, so she, she she can drive in the car with a parent or a licensed a licensed driver. So we're going to be okay. doing like okay. before I was, we were like doing it on the down low. 
Um, and then uh, I just got good things going on. I got uh, I got a lot of I got some hand, uh, steak knives to work to finish up, and it was a good it was a good week, a very productive week. But I wanted to send out uh, a listener of ours, uh, Fox River Blades. That's that's uh, uh, Fox underscore River underscore Blades. Jaden Schubert. He was in a car accident with his family uh, a few weeks ago, and he is in the he's been in the hospital for a while, and he's ve- he's about as upbeat as you can get, considering he's pretty he's in, not in great shape. Um, so we are he 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 sends stuff to the podcast. He's been listening to the podcast for a long time. He's a very strong young man, and we are all sending you our best regards for a very safe and speedy recovery for you and your family. Uh, go follow him um, and um, you know send him good vibes. Make sure make sure he knows that you're you, we're a good community and we're in it for him. So Jaden, we're thinking about you and we're hoping that you kind of like uh, you know. We're, I appreciate how good of a attitude you have and you're very strong and you're going to get through this and we're sending you um, good vibes for a speedy recovery. Definitely. Fox yeah. River Blades, go check him out. Just give him some love. Cool, cool. Okay, I think that's a show. Um, thank you all for listening. Again, if you want to call in next week, remember you need to follow us on Instagram. And if you go to like DM us, you'll then see the little icon um, saying at a specific call. time. Yeah, please don't call like days after or like in the middle of the night, like six hours later, because it is a real pain in the ass. <laughs> the three of us get notifications, and the three of us phone our phones are ringing. It's a nightmare. So yeah. Specified times, we we'll always put it up on our stories the day or two before. Um, but yeah, if you've got any any tips, any jokes, or you want to ask us a question, get on the show. Get on the we show. Some, we'll have a good time. We got some high level people. We had Josh Scott. We had Ben Snoor. We had Adam from Bill Sharp. We had a, a pile of guy. We had like another four or five people call. Yeah, yeah, and loads that we had to decline us because we were in the middle of stuff, and it was yeah. Right. So yeah, if you're not getting through, try again. You know. Um, but yeah. Thank you all for listening, and we shall speak to you all again next week. This show is brought to you by The Makery, the podcast network for makers. Man, so sorry about it. My connection just dropped halfway through. I don't know what was going to... And it was right as we were saying about other people having bad connections ringing in. Then mine dropped. Because it, it, it's recording now, and it says thirty three forty four, and I was wondering if it maybe did it again. No, it it did, but then I restarted. We're, we're good. I'll just have a bunch just, of files. I, don't, I hope yeah. you don't have to. I hope you don't. I I like it oh, the yeah, least yeah. amount of editing you have to do. Yeah, uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's absolutely fine. I was freaking out when Adam was telling that joke because all I could think <laughs> of is like that first one. I don't get. Maybe I'm too stupid to get the punchline, but that was not good. And I was like, I was like, God damn. Something better yeah. good happened. Come on, come on, Dad. And again, he's looking yeah. right down the barrel into my eyes. So I've got to pretend I'm enjoying this story. And it was all part of the act, obviously, we know now because of the second part of the joke. But, uh, oh, jeez. And our buddy Ashley Childs was, was trying to FaceTime us. <laughs> he, really? I got to get it. She's like, she's trying to FaceTime me. And then, uh, and then uh, we, had, uh, we had a few people trying to get in. And Nate Zimmerman was... Uh, he was he's something he's gonna try next week. He sent me a thing. He's, you read off my my favorite shop foods to eat. I'm like, just try calling next week. I'm not eating your shop food. Come on, man. Come on, Nate. So. Yeah, child music. It's it, the hardest part is. See, that's the, this is this is so much fun because I mean we had good callers. 
You know, the yeah, people, yeah. people, the, the callers are good. The hard part is, is like, there's no real way that we can get a lot of people in without it. Just, it's got to be shoehorned in while we're talking. There's no other way, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. And also, we, we've got no idea about the, the, you know, their call quality either until they're literally live, you know? Yeah. Um, right. So we had a few there where the video was stuttering and, you know, we couldn't quite understand what they were saying and so on. But Well, we'll we're going to work it, it out. What I it mean, is. this is only the second time. I mean, I'm surprised at how many people really, like, freaked out about the last time. And it was... It was super good. It was super good. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get better at it. It's, it was it's, fun. It's a bit of a breath of fresh air for us, I think, because now we're sort of alert throughout the whole show because anything can happen at any point, you know? Um, <laughs> I think particularly for time. me. Just changing yeah, the time it. of the day we're doing it has changed the, the, the chemistry yeah. of the show. Yeah. I've got to now go and buy a dictionary because I didn't understand a lot of the words that Mareko was saying. Like Very intelligent saying. conversation this time of day. Yeah, with... no, dude. I love there's you they're sending you I the good questions man. They're, <laughs> they're feeding you the good ones dude they're feeding you the good questions dude I'm yeah. surprised because usually like the ones we get DM'd a lot of them I have to call just because they're either too wordy or too weird maybe this gives you a better opportunity for people to ask questions in a you know in a very I think maybe people are better at talking questions out than writing them maybe yeah maybe you know because it's, it is, it is, ends up becoming harder for us to kind of sometimes understand what they're writing. We have to change that thing up. I think it's great. Yeah, especially yeah. me. No, it's good. I have such a hard time reading yeah. people's names, Dude. let alone their whole fucking book of, of a question they send sometimes. Well, you know, I, I think Timmy Nuggets. I think the <laughs> the problem is is like there, you know, the type of people that makers are is they don't want to be in school so they just don't really yeah. have a a lot of them don't have a, a love of writing but it gets to the point where you kind of do have to you know express yourself to in a in a editorial way it's hard so yeah. i don't maybe it's oh, that's going to be great fuck just read it we didn't do a broadback read um, oh from the show we, we, do you want to do a broadback read from... right <laughs> you want to do a broadback read right now and then you stick it in and then you put it back in the back yeah, go on if you don't mind. <laughs> I can stick it in some way. Yeah. Stick it yeah. in some. So stick it in somewhere, and then don't edit this part out. And so we'll have it twice. <laughs> to, a two for one. <laughs> what I need to do, I need to get like a like a, a board or something, or only just write it down on a bit of paper, so I know that we're going to hit every sponsor every every week. Because and we didn't do the a, cl- the clamp. We I didn't should do the clamps either. Oh, fuck no. We, we'll we'll do the, we'll wait for the clamps next week, and we can give them a good one because okay. they're great. I, I really like the clamps and stuff. So did you want me to do? do you want to do a broadback read right now? Go on, do it. Let me tell you about the grinder that I use. Broadback Ironworks makes a beautiful 2x72 grinder that is super versatile. Uh, It's got a long platen. It it, it goes from horizontal to vertical. All the attachments are very, very user-friendly, intuitive. Both Ryan and Vince do such a great job um, creating a grinder that everybody can use. It's meant to be a big machine in a small shop. It does everything for you. And if you go to broadbeckironworks.com, you put in promo code KNIFETALK10, you'll get 10% off. I, I promise you, you will not regret it. It, it. Not to mention, if you have any questions for Brian, uh, Ryan and Vince, for sure, just DM them, and then they will, they'll get back to you. They're doing a great job. And <laughs> you give me the hook. <laughs> you give me the, go to broadback.com, put, put in promo code knife talk 10 and get yourself a beautiful 2x72 grinder. They're the best. They are. They are. That's how it's done. That's how professionals do it, Jeff. Well done. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> nice it. Job, I mean, I try. I'm looking at it. Looking at it right you now. You know, 
the amount of messages we've had from people saying, do you realise you haven't pressed stop at the end of the show? We, we, I've probably had five or six again this week. But you and always what's... press stop. Sorry? You always press stop, don't you? How <laughs> <laughs> you oh, always do that? This is the $1,000 extra behind-the-scenes show, you know? It's the cat is out. Yeah, the cat is out. The cat's out. We can't hide anymore. But I mean, hold, we've been doing second. this. But we... Well, then we might get it. We might get a. We might get a at after call. Uh, we might get an after call. <laughs> after okay. show call. <laughs> but we've been doing this for maybe two months now. Oh, so what's that? Seven or eight shows. But we're still getting messages from people. Do you know that you you carry on talking when you press? You're not pressing stop at the right time, Craig. And I'm like, okay, I am stunned okay. that people still write that to us. Yeah. I think you're, I think I think we're hearing all your back office chatter. <laughs> Ooh, we call. Who's this? Who's this? Uh-oh. Craig A. Sylvester. That's not. I was supposed to. It was supposed to be. Uh, I Jesse. Who's on the call? Craig. Hello, Craig. How are you? Oh, doing good, man. <laughs> Hi, Craig. I'm Craig. How can we help you with what? How can... Yeah, I had a question. <laughs> Sorry, I can't speak. I've had a few wines, and I'm empty. That's good. Sorry. You've got a question. How can we help you? Yeah, I don't have a welding machine. What's the best way to hold the metal to get together when you're uh, trying to make the mask? Clamps. Clamps. Or vice. Like, what kind? Whoa. We're getting some feedback the there. Uh, sorry, I had the machine running. Ah, right. What, okay. What would be? What could you do? I mean, don't they? Didn't they used to just use, like, wire? Yeah, uh, let's see. They, yeah, like a, a hardier kind of wire. You, you don't want, just want like a, a, a light tie wire. You'd want something with a little bit more body to it to hold the steel together. But usually they also weren't doing like large quote-unquote packets of steel. They would do maybe like a one-inch or one-and-a-half-inch square billet um, and use tie wire to keep it together. And then... And and that also keeps the size of the billet manageable, especially if it's only like maybe six inches long by one and a half inches by one and a half inch. Then you can actually just hold that with like a pair of pickup tongs or something like that. And you don't actually need a handle. Um, but that would be my suggestion. Okay, like stainless steel tie wire probably would be better. Sure. Stainless steel tie wires would probably be great. Yeah, because it won't stick. I mean, you once you get the initial welds going, you should be able to pull that wire back right off because it's not really going to weld to the material where high carbon probably, or if it was just like an iron or a, like a mild steel wire, it would probably want to weld to it. All right. Thank you. Cool. Nice. Thanks for ringing, Craig. Cheers. Bye for now. All right. Bye. That was a, that was a, good, that was a good call too. That was a good call. This is like overtime. This is. Do we get paid extra for this? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of getting paid extra, we got to talk about the damage deal thing. Ah, yes, we do. Um, I've for weeks and weeks now. I've just been putting it off. I just need to get to get back to because we've got a a month anyway. I think. I think it's end of April kind of time. Um, But yeah, so I mean, what they're proposing is that we go. We have like a. Like a room. So the way, because obviously it's a remote thing, the way it's going to work is everybody's going to have their like remote, if you think of Zoom with different like channels once you dial in and you can go into different people's channels or rooms. Um, So most of them are obviously knife makers and they're showing off their knives and they get to sell their knives and so on. We've got another call. (laughs) Another call? (laughs) We've got a caller. Who are you and what can we help you with? 
Hello, boys. It's Jesse. I'm it's Jesse. Jesse. <laughs> How can we help you, Jesse? So I have a question uh, before I promote my product that I want to sell you. Um, <laughs> I dare you. I dare you. <laughs> Dude, if I actually made a product to sell, um, yeah, I wouldn't promote it on your podcast. No. <laughs> Anyways. It works for okay. some people. What's wrong with our promotions? <laughs> I'm just here for the walk-off music, really. Um, I do have a question, though. It's, it's not a very interesting question, but as someone who has now forged a handful of papers, thank you very much, um, what advice do you have for someone who wants to make a knife and not any specific kind, but just wants to make a blade-shaped object? Like, what is something that you're like, oh, definitely don't do this because everyone does that and it's a bad idea? That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I, I'm sure we'll all have an answer for this. Um, I'd say yeah. use something that you're going to use yourself um, to begin mm. with. Um, I don't forge at all myself. Everything that I do is... is, is um... <laughs> I can't even think of... I've had too much... I can't think of words at the moment. We're two hours in and I can't think of words. What do you do, Craig? No one knows. It's all stock removal. (laughs) It's all stock removal. So you need sort of minimal tools for that, I suppose. Um, But if you're going to... Yeah, make something that you're going to use yourself because then, you know, when you come to make your next knife, you'll know what would make it better because you're using it. And you're like, oh, well, this shit, this doesn't work for me. Whereas if you just yes. make something that, you know, looks good, you're never going to use it. Um, and oh, I don't make things that look good. Don't oh, right. Okay. <laughs> same here. Same here. So <laughs> so then you'd never have to, you know, you know, guess what would make it better. You know, that kind of thing. So right. that's what I'd say. Jeff, what do you think? I think you should make a Kiridashi. Okay. You know, they're very simple. Why? Tell me why. Because they're okay. very simple, and you're the kind of person that likes to put whatever you make in your pockets. So you got pockets all over the place. <laughs> As, you got things That's that are going to fit all over the place. And I would see, I could see you making like a little Kiridashi, because I know you do little scrolls and snubs and stuff like that. So you could make a little, get yourself, yeah. don't just stay the fuck away from them tra- train spikes. Go get yourself, go get yourself uh, some uh, high carbon steel and then make a little Kiridashi okay. that you can keep in your pocket. I bet you, I bet that okay. would be something that you would like. That, that seems uh, logical. Yeah. Right. I would yeah. suggest. Mareko, what have you got? I, I did a forged in place series. Little butt knife, knife as well. You're breaking up, Mareko. Sorry. Call it. It's, and it's just a, from a, I don't know why I'm breaking up. Mar- have we got to give Can you, you the, oh, that was clear. have we got to give Mareko the walk-off music now? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, Mareko, what's happening? I think you are, uh, your connection's going. Oh, maybe. he's muted. He muted himself. He's gone as well. Okay. Well, okay. wow. We were gone. Mareko doesn't like me, apparently. So Mareko is going to say you need a 560-layer Damascus, um, all done Obviously. with a little two-pound hammer. Um, and hey, then some a... of us can only wield a two-pound hammer. <laughs> don't you go hammer-shaming me. How dare you, sir? <laughs> so, Jesse, tell us your favorite hammer. My favorite, like, style hammer? Wait, you should, it's not recording. Oh, you mother... <laughs> Craig, it's not recording. Fuck, it's not recording. <laughs> it's recording my end, at least. 
Oh, oh man. I think as Morocco left the uh, recording, st- it's fine. I've got it here. I've got it. Here. We're good. All right. So just so uh, <laughs> this is this has been a total shit show. <laughs> now Morocco's gone. Morocco's um, gone. Now, yeah. Should we just should we just finish talking about what we want to do or? Um. Do what? What for? You mean for Dharma? Steel? I just, I just think that like I, I'm looking forward to to doing the. the they're going to be very tight interviews. Yeah, like the interviews we do with them. Uh, they got a couple guys coming, and we're going to have to really kind of like, instead of talking like we would talk, it would be more along the lines of like talking about talk interviewing these people for like 15 minutes in regards to what Dharma Steel wants. Yeah, right? well, well, it's it's a three hour show, I think. Um, so the majority of the time we'll just be doing our normal podcast, but we've got these bunch of makers in groups and, you know, in these different rooms and they'll pop in every now and again and we'll just have a spontaneous chat with them kind of thing. And, you know, they can be part of the show, but yeah, there's two scheduled sort of talks. So one is with the CEO of Dharma Steel, which would be great because we can ask about, you know, about Dharma Steel, you know, what their future plans are, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think it's 10 or 15 minutes. So it's pretty short. Um, and the other one is with with this chef, um, who yeah. we we won't name at the moment, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, I think. But yeah, we got ten or fifteen minutes, so you know we haven't got much time to you know goof about. I suppose it's gonna yeah. have to be um, very tight. tight yeah, email, and you know, like... you know, what are we gonna be asking a chef about knives? You right. know, what, what are his favorite knives and why does he like certain types of knives? Well, that kind of thing. I, th- I I've been thinking about it actually because I think we're gonna have to be like focused on, you know, pushing it towards why. You know, Damasteel direction as opposed to knife talk direction. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. I think so. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, it's it's going to be quite that 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 particular bit is quite is going to have to be quite different for us because it, it's quite sort of professional. You know, we're doing you know, right. a, you know a proper talk. Um, we'd probably fuck it up. Let's face it. No, it's going to be no, it's going to be. I think it's going to. Well, that's see, that's why the listeners need to know that it might be a shit house. Yeah, and then we need to kind of like come from the ashes like a, the phoenix and you know and like really surprise them with how professional we are yeah are you gonna go you're gonna go over like psycho babble on him and ask him how he feels about uh when he was seven and we only his... had 10 minutes i can barely make it <laughs> two hours maybe but listen this chef i know this chef i mean i don't know him know him but i've heard him before yeah. we're not gonna get an edge word in edgewise it'll be fine okay <laughs> it'll be great okay. i mean it'll be, this is the perfect this is perfect because we're gonna be able to we're gonna be able to let him you know, dictate. He doesn't say what he wants to say. Anyway. Yeah, it'll be fun. Oh. It'll be fun. Yeah. Right, I'm going to leave you to see what's happening in the rugby. Um, I've got a shit ton of editing to do oh, before I'm so Monday sorry. morning. <laughs> well, what do we need to do to make sure that doesn't happen? I'm so sorry too. It's it's no one's fault. It's just connections. It's today. It was my connection, and another day it could be somebody else's. It's just it's just you know working on the internet. That's what happens. Um, yeah, nothing can be done. But, you know, thankfully I've got this back up here. So between the two different sources, I can, you know, make it sound as if it's, as if it's one thing. It'd be fine. All It'd right. be fine. Well, we got some good callers. We got some high-level callers in this week. Yeah, I think I'll try and put Jesse's into the main show. Um, this because I think it's quite funny. And, um, yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'll edit Very it. Good. It'll be sweet. It'll be good. All right, do the man. Right, have a good weekend, everyone. And um, you too. Good luck. Yeah, I shall speak to you next week. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. This show is brought to you by the Makery, the podcast network for makers. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.